Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Picks and Sticks podcast, a fun music podcast where four great friends talk about the music, bands, and songs that they love. I'm Moro. I'm Gordo. I'm Cecil. And I'm Huff. And this is Picks and Sticks. On this episode of the podcast, we bring you 10 great power ballads. Welcome, everybody, to this special 10th episode of Picks and Sticks. Uh, you know what? Let's start by thanking all the listeners and, and recognize that your word of mouth has really helped drive some incredible download numbers. Uh, we're currently listed on Apple as a new and noteworthy podcast, so that's pretty cool. We certainly can't get on that list without your help, so thanks very much. Um, maybe a quick, I don't know, is it happy anniversary? Happy anniversary to the boys, is that what you call it? Is it is it is it 10th? Episodes that like an anniversary. I mean, I didn't buy anybody anything, so don't expect a gift, you cheap oh, bastards. But I got you, I got you flowers, man. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I, they must have got lost in the mail. I just, I didn't get anything. Oh, just well, a bunch well, of dog shit in the backyard. But that's typical. <laughs> what is the tenth anniversary? Diamond is what the twentieth. I don't, I don't even know what tenth is. Don't it's, say diamonds. I'm coming up on twenty, man. You just cost so, me like oh, four wow. grand. Tenth is like a bucket of chicken or something. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I think twentieth anniversary is chicken. I think the tenth, I don't know. Tenth might be hair, judging by the oh, wig. What kind that of chicken though? Because that's important. Well, is it Popeyes? Is it KFC? Is it- I don't even know. Man, I'm a sucker for any fried chicken. I, I like it all. I don't know. Mary Brown's is great. I like KFC. Chicken on the way. Churches. Like, doesn't like, matter really. Like, what do you, like, what do you I vote. I vote for Popeyes. I say Popeyes. Yeah. Why don't we get? Okay. The, we should have got that delivered. Now I'm hungry. Is it okay if I eat during the podcast? That'll sound okay, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Yeah. There should be. Shouldn't be any. Uh, any problems with that? All right. So the uh, the tenth episode again. I I'm starting to think originally. I didn't think it was a good idea for us to go back to Gord's pouch, but I, f- I feel, I feel like we're gonna need to. I, 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 if if we don't if we don't break out Gord's pouch on the special tenth episode, I'm not sure when we should. So I know you got something here, Gord, and dude, and if it and if I mean, it is all about how great you are, I'm gonna snap, dude. Once you open the pouch, it's hard it's hard to put that thing back. You know what I'm saying? I hear I, you, I, man. I don't even know what that means, but uh, is it we like do letting have, uh, the genie out of the bottle. Is that what it, it is? is? Yeah, something the, like that. So I do. Uh, I do have one uh, listener that emailed in, uh, Tim, and uh, Tim says, "Great selection of music so far. You boys have a diverse range of musical influences, good banter, and a few fun recipes for that lazy Sunday. I'm looking forward to to you guys covering punk's most influential bands. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Tim. Nice. I think, so, so you uh, want some follow boy then? <laughs> I, <think that's, laughs> I can hook you up. Asking for. Yeah, I can hook you up. Some good Charlotte. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so once again, our I feel uh, like Morrow wrote that. Is that is that kind of a slant towards misfits? Is that is that what that oh, is? Oh, you know what? I didn't. That, yeah, that no, I didn't. Happened. I didn't. Normally, Gord's mom writes the emails. So yeah, <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently uh, that one that one must be from Morrow. I would. Uh, I'm all over that. 
I don't even his know. Whole if family, have... His whole family sent in emails, and they haven't listened to one episode. You guys are so sour about that first email we got, just shredding you. I, it's just it's sour grapes is what it is. It doesn't go good with the chicken, boys. <laughs> I know I, I'm I'm very uh, I'm very sad. I've I've tried to get my wife to write in something nice to say how great I am, and she just she says she's got to keep it you know uh, legit and refuses to do that. She's she just refuses to lie. Again, I'll just remind the listeners the our email address is picksandstickspodcast at gmail That's picks a n d stickspodcast at gmail Brilliant. So you can uh, email into the show. Uh, I know that we are uh, sitting on a few other ones. So if you did, I know there's, if you sent your email in and you're wondering why we're not uh, reading them, it's, uh, again, we, we, there is a method to this madness. I'm sure it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it, but, uh, but there is. And I guess I'll also remind everyone too that our playlists are available. So when we, when we do these episodes, you know, there's a, there's a, top 10 or top 20 actually so uh if you look on apple music youtube music or spotify um search for picks and sticks and and the artist you're looking for you'll get our top 20 songs plus the deep cuts which you'll hear later in the show um so i guess i I didn't even mention that that this special uh episode is hair metal or glam metal uh whatever you want to call it hair metal power ballads um and again, I got to go back to Gord because we're going Gordopedia again. Can you help me out, brother? What exactly is a hair metal power ballad? Well, there, uh, there's certainly a lot of gray around this, Huffman, and I know we struggled to, to define oh, gray the parameters. Area. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did find one that I liked, though, and it was uh, it reads as follows. Uh, power ballad. It's an emotional, hard rock, heavy metal song, often with a slow tempo, dramatically sung vocals, and many instruments, including acoustic guitars and synthesizers. Mm. Power, ball- power ballads usually start off soft, then the heaviness builds up with the drums and heavy electric guitars. Yes, yes, I yes, that's a, I like that's that. That's a good basis. Um, yeah. I, I think it might have missed a, a couple other things that I, my personal touches to define a power ballad, if it helps you at all. Sure. Um, they did hit on the one that did the, it, it's almost always going to have an acoustic intro. Yes. Um, it has to. Um, you got to ask yourself when listening to this song and you're wondering if it's a power ballad, you need to ask. What about piano? Piano would work. Piano helps. But you need to ask yourself extra points. a Keyboards. very important question. Can a group of people sing the chorus as one like an anthem? If they cannot do that during the chorus, then that's probably not a power ballad. Oof, we may have some problems. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll see. We'll get no, into I it. Think, no, I think we're covered. I think we're good. Maybe some of the deep cuts, maybe some of the eg- egregious inclusions. Um, egregious a, inclusions. Yeah, I got I got a couple more a couple more things at least that would help me sort out if it was a power ballad or not. Is uh-huh. it, it has to have a like a soaring guitar solo? Like yes. w- when you hear that guitar solo, you need to picture an eagle soaring through the sky. If you cannot do that, that might not be a power ballad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And of Would course, oh. at one point you need you need a man that's wailing, a wailing man. It's very emotional, probably on the verge of tears. I think this is a critical component of the power ballad. I don't know what else you guys had in mind, but what about a this, ly- what about the lyrics? You need, did, I think cheesy lyrics help if you can get it. You know, cheesy lyrics of of some sort is that. I think you're absolutely right. The cheesier, the better in, in some cases, which I think we'll see here. Yeah, I had a, I had a couple things. More uh, mentioned piano, so that, you know, that's always good if you can have, you know, cello never hurts. 
those types of things. Um, if the video now we're we're kind of getting into bonus points here, if I may. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, if the video features anybody playing a double neck guitar, I believe I believe there's bonus points for that. Um, I did see my fair share of double neck guitars, which is outrageous. I loved it, <laughs> and and ideally, ideally there's there's that there's a drum fill. It's it's not complicated. It's very simple. It's da mm. da 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 da. Right, cool. and then into the into the next, you know, whether it's the chorus or, or whatever, that seems to be. Uh, there's some small variations on it, but it's usually da da small pause da 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 or da 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 da. Dude, you nailed it with the dramatic pause. Absolutely yeah. critical. Right, do you, right. Do it's, you have those? Do you have those two songs that you <laughs> sound the exact same? Which songs? When we were in the listening, you had two that were back to back that were almost had the same intro. Do you remember what ones those were? That every was hilarious. Song. <laughs> no, I, I have every two, song. I had two that had this the same uh, the same title. Oh, okay. I had those back to back. Just see if I could oh, rattle yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. When I, re- we I remember it. you. Uh, yeah, it was something. Uh, yeah, it was something like that. No, it was no, it was what's the Bon Jovi song? Anyway, we're oh, getting ahead oh, of okay. ourselves. Um, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll get that as 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 Gord said. The challenge I found, you know, with the hair metal, if if you will, the power, there are lots of power ballads out there. So if you tuned in and you're expecting, uh, you know, uh, was it Bonnie Tyler or or a Brian Adams song? There's, there's, they do some wonderful stuff, but but you're not going to find that here. You know, there were our you know straight up hair metal bands, right? Warrant and Tesla and Slaughter and Great White and Cinderella, Danger, Danger. I mean, you get the idea what we're talking about. And then there's a whole bunch of gray area. So I think I think what we're going to find is we're going to have a lot of discussion, perhaps some arguments, uh, certainly some points of contention uh, throughout the episode as we as we try to figure out exactly what qualifies, what doesn't qualify and and why the list is the way that it is you know i wrote honestly just a couple of questions down that maybe we may answer these throughout the episode i'm not looking for answers now but as we go through it we may or may not answer this uh you know like how much singing do you think we're going to do in this in this episode i'm i'm hoping it's a lot Mm. Mm. um there's nothing better than than off-key wailing ballad type chorus i think i think that i think that'll be great um you know can we get through this show without crying you know it's a lot of love songs it's a lot Ooh, of feelings that's gonna be tough. um cecil's got a, kind of a glisten in his eye already i feel like we're losing him before we even start talking about any of the songs <laughs> i think i think these are the songs that killed rock and roll that's my opinion. Oh, perhaps. <laughs> wow, that that's a dark opening. A cheesy '80s <laughs> tune that destroyed rock and roll, and uh, well, we're still recovering from from the uh, from the carnage. Well, well, <laughs> you're not wrong, but you, you know what? It, what it may have saved though falling is... in love, falling out of love, whatever, chasing in a dark the girl, room, yeah, going home, yeah, it's a lot of getting dumped stories. You know, but but anyway, I, I don't want to bring a negative tone to the uh, to the to the podcast. 
because it's, oh, yeah, uh, why stop now, right? Like you've been <laughs> you've been sour the whole week listening to this stuff. You're just livid. There's, you know, if 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 we would have allowed, you know, like Rooster from Alice in Chains or something, you would have been, oh, this is the best podcast ever. But no, you're bent out of shape because you're listening to Enough's Enough and Danger Danger and Mister Big and shit. And now everybody's grouchy about it. I'm listening to Bon Jovi for Christ's sake. <laughs> Bon Jovi. <laughs> he writes a real nice ballad, you know. And again, we'll 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 get to that. But I feel, you know, if nothing else, did did the did the power ballad genre save the air guitar? I believe it did. <laughs> like, like I don't know about you. I got caught a couple times in in full stance, full air guitar in the kitchen. Kid walks around the corner and looks at me with that with that look of just I, absolute disgust. I got caught doing a rock kick, and uh, it was it was awesome. I didn't, I, I didn't even care. I didn't even care. I did it again. Oh my god, that's outstanding! The rock kick. You know what? I, I maybe that's underestimated. Maybe I need to bring that into into my repertoire. You know, um, feels good, man. Well, uh, let me ask you this: Well, when you when you hit, when you got in that rock kick in, were you doing housework at the time? So I'm wondering how the power ballads, <laughs> yeah. how does it stack up in the world of of housework? Is it is it effective? Is it ineffective? What's what's the story there, Gordo? Highly effective, energizing, in fact, and uh, yeah, rock kick friendly. Apparently, it's great for doing dishes, a little vacuuming. You can do all sorts of stuff while listening as, to them. As long Absolutely. as you're not near any knives or <laughs> sharp objects that you could bludgeon yourself with. Totally agree. Totally agree. Rock kick. You, you got to be careful. I'm still rattled with the rock kick. I just, I got a visual in my, you know when you get a visual in your head and I just, I yeah. can't stop. I'm just like, man, just full kind of, kind of Sammy Hagar. Or, you know, there was that, yeah, actually going back to our, one of the Van Halen uh, episodes, it was finish what you started. I think there is a really solid rock kick in that in that video. Oh, yeah, if uh, if I do recall, jump. jumping rock kicks and jump. Well, jump, yeah, jump for sure. But I thought it was finish what you started or something like that. But in any event, in any event, I By digress. About day three, I was putting makeup on. Nice. Wow, didn't yeah. see that coming. Yeah, I yeah. did. You should. You should <laughs> Nail polish. Do you still have you know a little, oh a little bit of a little, see so that that blouse? I'm wearing is, women's clothing, so yeah. <laughs> that's what it's done. Look what it's done to me. <laughs> and for those of you that can't see Cecil, you're you're very fortunate. He's wearing um, it's an Aerosmith scarf. I feel like he's got the Aerosmith scarf. Um, the shirt. I don't know. Is that that's like a striper shirt? Would you call it? Like that looks like. Uh, it's a blouse. It's a blouse. Yeah, but that that was the that was the look. I, I feel like I feel like like striper or you know Dawkin. I feel like it's it's kind of in that uh, kind of in that area. I, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it looks nice. It's color coordinated. You got a nice black and gray sort of silver. You got the and leopard print. Panther. Uh, oh, sorry, my bad. Panther. Panther. That's Steel not Panther. Panther. Steel Panther. All right. I don't know if the beard's working though. You might, you might <laughs> shave that. You should gas that fake beard. <laughs> oh, that's real. Never mind. Get my cat to lick it off. Right. <laughs> and I, yeah, I think you know the other um, 
you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna cater to the gamblers out there a little bit. You know, I'm gonna set I'm gonna set the over underline for misfits references. Uh, not <laughs> not counting the one we already have. I'm gonna set the line at one and a half. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, no, hang on. You know what? I'm gonna let's include Allison Chain. So let's set. The 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 misfits and Allison Chains combined references will set that line the over under at two and a half. So call your bookie if you want some of that action. I'll do my best. Oh, I, <laughs> I I'm sh- I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe uh, Jerry Cantrell was was um, you know inspired by George Lynch or CC Deville or or somebody. I don't man. Glenn Danzig had a pretty good voice. You know, maybe some of his solo stuff fits fits the mold, you know. Really? Yeah. Well, I've got I've got a couple of interesting pieces um as we get into it, but I think you know, uh without making everybody wait too long, I think we've I think we kind of know what we're doing in terms of uh of what the power ballad is. There will be some discussion around whether or not certain bands belong and and what bands don't. So again, picks and sticks podcast at gmail.com if you're just completely livid and say, how can you not include such and such a band or song or whatever? Um, so to bring everybody up to speed, we're, we're going to talk about a top 10 list, and that top 10 list comes from our own individual list. So our we each create a list of 20 songs, and then we we enter those songs into our, our supercomputer. It's got the, the amazing patented picks and sticks algorithm, and it ranks all those songs from one to however many. And we just talk about the top 10, and then we'll talk about some other songs maybe that are sprinkled in the 11 to 20, and then we'll get into our, into our deep cuts. So I think now is probably as good a time as any um, to talk top 10. Is everybody... Is everybody uh, Everybody's ready. Let's do it. As I as I uh, adjust my my sheet, um, number ten. This hey, you know what? Congrats, boys. We actually only have ten. We don't have eleven this time. It was close, but we we do only have ten. Number ten is "Love Bites" by Def Leppard. Um, I found out that this was I can't even believe it. This was Def Leppard's only song to hit number one in the U.S. I that I that blew why. my mind. But, um, you know, we, nobody really had it high on their individual list, but, um, you know, we're all bites. in that. <laughs> the song bites, do they change? Song bites. Oh, sorry. I started singing already. My bad. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help myself. I'll get all my negativity out now, but this, uh, but this song was released in 1987. I think it's the, uh, I think it's the, it? ap- no, it was it was it was later. Uh, Def Leppard's first album came out in eighty, which is crazy if you think about it. When you think of Def Leppard, and again, here's that gray area: is Def Leppard a hair metal band? I would suggest not. But we did agree to put it on the list, so you've you've right. You got to dial it up. But their their first album was recorded in 1979 and released in 1980. Well, they have um, the hair, but they have no metal. <laughs> They might be the only pure power ballad band on here. Man, they're good at it. They're definitely oh. good at it. And uh, the proof is in the pudding here because we do have another entry from them uh, in just in just a few minutes. But, I, I mean, other than that, is it like, I, I, again, I, singability is there. What do you got, Gord? I, well, I was going to say, um, 
you know, a fun exercise for me because this was a bit of a grind at times, you know, when you're not doing the housework. Because you, yeah. you sit back and, you know, read some of these lyrics. And I think that's appropriate for, for this. We've got one passage I'll, I'll read instead of singing. I think it does it justice just, just read. I think you should read it. No, maybe when you, you make, sing it. When you make love, do you look in the mirror? Who do you think of? Does he look like me? Do you tell lies and say it's forever? Do you think twice or just touch and see? That's I mean, fucking disturbing. That's a profound intro. That's disturbing. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like it was funny. I, I when I saw the lyrics, I was kind of like, ah, I'm not really sure what you're getting at. There's some references to masturbation in there. I'm just like, man, this thing, <laughs> thing's all over the place. But in terms of you know, it's it's a it, it's got that the harmonies. Man, does anybody do harmonies better than Def Leppard? Backing vocals are on point. Yeah, they do. They do. They do sing well together. I have to say, uh, right? Song- <laughs> it's it, you know, it's not a t- it's not a terrible song, but it's everything that's wrong with rock: electronic drums, synthesizers. I mean, it's but like I said, it's not a it's not a terrible song. It's not a bad song, but I the, I think the lyrics are like really kind of weird, creepyish. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But in terms of, you know, what we're talking about, hair metal power ballads, you know, it comes in at number 10. Yeah. Okay. Represent. You re- you know? Picks and Sticks research team on Love Bites. Sorry, yeah. it was it was 87.91. That was produced and written by Robert John, nicknamed Mutt Lang. Oh, uh, yeah. It was originally written as a country song, which he brought to Def Leppard, so then they added their rock, rock to it. But the producer, this Robert Lang, produced couple other albums named Back, Back in, in Black, Black and Highway to Hell. Oh, I didn't know he did Highway to Hell, too. Damn. Yeah. Good and then he married She's... Shania Twain, didn't he? That was him. What Lang's think... unbelievable. I think so. Good yeah, he was season. good. And then, I mean, he was good at, 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 what, at what he does. But um, in any event, let... I don't know if, we, if there's anything else to say on, on Love Bites. I think it's, I mean, it's, it's a hell of a power ballad but you know it's not as good as number nine heck no it's not number nine aerosmith what it takes gordo you had this yes this is your number one power ballad so you gotta i gotta hear why that is i hate aerosmith i must have been high i I know aerosmith was one of the bands that was controversial whether they're gonna make or not and yeah I, i i know you hate them but as far as this song goes, it has everything I like about Aerosmith. I'm not huge on them, but I would say this is the best representation of it. It has to be a power belt, and uh, Steven Tyler's excellent in here. Uh, the band's great. Um, I like how they kind of the lyrics kind of reference a few other other songs, and uh, I, I just think it's a really good song, and it, it touch, touches in the first one on the list that touches in the feels. Now, if any Aerosmith to be on, Dream Dream On is the original. They're, I think, still their best. It still has to be their power ballad, the most power ballad I know we discussed before the show, we kind of poo-pooed that one, but you compare it to w- What It Takes and Angel, I think Dream On has all the ingredients. No? Dream On is strong. I, I, I don't disagree. I just, I'm a What It Takes guy. I don't know what to tell you. I just... You like you know the what? accordion? I didn't have time to listen to their 80 power ballads, but it did remind me of something. <laughs> I, I actually got to meet Steven Tyler. Uh, oh, yeah. Weren't you on yeah, vacation? I was, I was on vacation in Hawaii, and he plays a... Is it a permanent vacation? 
<laughs> oh, I, I wish. I was uh, I was buying sunglasses. And I was at the I was at the sunglass hut, and I was I, and I actually needed sunglasses. And I was sitting in the sunglass hut, sort of looking at glasses. And then there's all this commotion behind me, and then of course in Hawaii, like all the shops are wide open to the mall with the uh, with the glass doors. So there's all this commotion, and someone's like, "Oh, the singer Aerosmith's in here." And I look over, and I was like, "Oh, okay, well, whatever." Kind of was minding my own business. Uh, one of the guys was helping me, and like literally a couple, like a minute later, I turn around. They had kicked everyone out of the store who wasn't like actively buying. So, so I'm sitting there, and I look out. I look out the window, and there's like probably two or three hundred people standing outside the window, <laughs> looking in the sunglass hut. There's me and Steven Tyler and his entourage. So and and maybe one other customer and I was like oh that that was my moment where I felt like uh, oh this is what it feels like to be a rock star uh, they're snapping photos they're doing all this stuff so anyway I picked my glasses and I, I kind of I didn't really want to bug him but he was he was kind of near me and and I was like hey what do you think he's like oh this is some rock and shades dude or you know what however he talks. <laughs> I think he weighed like 125 pounds. Like it was just, it was bizarre. And uh, I did get a picture with him, and he seemed like a cool dude. But um, I don't know. He had about eight pairs of sunglasses. I had one. And it was. Uh, I got to meet him. That's about the only thing I can say about Aerosmith. I do, <laughs> yeah, love, I do love their old stuff. Doesn't take much for a rock star though to you think they're a good guy. Like Vince Neil, I saw just said. Uh, at a out on a lounge and sitting a couple tables from me and then you know people start crowding i'm thinking oh no don't bug the guy you know don't bug him and i just assume he'd get pissed off because it seemed kind of and seemed like a bad time to interrupt him but couldn't be a nicer guy guys walk up and he's like poses for right in the middle of his beard just stops takes a picture with anyone that walked walked up to him so that's small small taste of niceness there and i think he's just a great guy yeah, well, a lot of these guys go to Hawaii. But my dad played golf with Alice Cooper there. Get out. Yeah. Oh, nice. Said he was like one of the nicest guys. And he was like a good, like he's like, he played really good. He's like a two handicap or something. He plays in the Pro-Am Pebble Beach, doesn't he? <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A dream on. If you have Aerosmith, you got to have dream on. <laughs> no, you might be right. Some credit that as the original power ballad. Yeah, I, I buy that. I buy that because it was from one of their early albums, right? Actually, I should probably clarify because I did. I did say that I hate Aerosmith. I, I will say that, and I say that, and you know, I had that song on my list at number number five. So they've kind of won me over with that song. I do like what it takes, but I will say, as Cease mentioned, you know, some of their older stuff, Dream On. Uh, you know, Sweet Emotion, those kinds of things. I really like them as a classic rock band. Just once they hit like permanent vacation, they kind of took a turn for me. So anyway, once they got sober. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. Well, once you start getting into Dude Looks Like a Lady and stuff, man, you kind of lose me, but um, they did put out some incredible stuff. So before you start emailing pics and sticks Loving an elevator. Oh, God. Yeah. Before the email start, the hate mail starts coming in for for from all the uh, Aerosmith fans. I just wanted to clarify that one point. So, uh, number eight, we go back to one of my favorite bands, Def Leppard again. Um, Bringing on the heartbreak is uh, number eighth on the list. I 
freaking love this song. Jeez, you're gonna change your underpants. What kind of what kind of Def Leppard are you listening to that I haven't heard? <laughs> no, don't. I don't think They're... you know what. If you had any sense, you'd be listening to early. And I mean the earlier stuff. I mean the the first album isn't isn't my okay. favorite, but High and Dry that song rules. I can I can buy that because I went to a Def Leppard concert and it was one of the most painful. What year things did you I've go? Ever been through. 1999? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I blocked that year out of my life. <laughs> Did you have some sort of weird sexual experience happen? <laughs> like, I don't understand. I feel like this. I need to turn my frown upside down. You know what? I'm I'm gonna I somehow I'm gonna force you guys somehow to listen. There's like there's a three album span that's that's really good, and then and then the rest is is isn't is no bueno. But I do um <laughs> I, I, I Similar to Aerosmith, because Aerosmith, I think, has some great tunes in their first few years. Yeah. Yeah. So Def Leppard does too. But somehow those bands turned into the biggest cheesy rock bands on the planet. Well, dude, you know what's funny? So the, the one of the guitarists, Phil Collin, in in Def Leppard, if you see, he's like in his 60s. And dude is shredded. He... he always plays with his shirt off and it's the funniest thing you'll ever see this 60 year old man makes us all look like a bunch of fat pigs that's not I think, why i like the band mind you i don't want to <laughs> let me clarify that I, I think what did it for me is as far as the drummer goes is uh, I, I was listening to one of their songs and was with a buddy and he, he made a comment and i was like ah you, the, the drummer just has one arm though you got to give him a break and then then i looked it up and this was before he lost his arm like he he just wasn't a great drummer in the first few albums, no, I don't know, man. Agreed. They're just not doing it. No, for you're not. You're not listening to Def Leppard for the drummer. He's he's that. That's not it. But I'll tell you. So this particular song, I mean, and Morrow's given me a hard time about it. Yet he had it at number eight on his personal list. So, so this is this is right in line. So Morrow's talking a bunch of shit, but then he's got it at number as, eight. But I'll, as you said earlier, egregious inclusions. <laughs> that's that's where I had to go. Well. Well, I'll tell Beastie you. Boys. you know, <laughs> it was a few episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what? Well, anyway, I mean, lyrically, I, I, you know, maybe I need to get this off my chest. It's, you know, the song. It's about a girl that just, you know, she just won't let you in, in into her heart. You know, and and I'm, I remember that from, God, that would have been middle school or. Uh, what uh, junior high? I guess it would have been called. Uh, yeah, junior high. Um, you know, I'm looking at you, Vicky. This is this is the song reminds me of Vicky. So this is on her, but bringing on the heartbreak. She just for whatever reason she had the she had the girl mullet. You remember from the, like the '80s? There's like the girl oh, mullet. Man, <laughs> she was unbelievable. She was right in my wheelhouse. Yet I I just I couldn't I just couldn't close the deal. Uh, anyway, we'll uh, I'll talk to my <laughs> therapist about that. Uh, let's move on to number seven. Uh, Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Another. And again, and now I, again, here's that gray area. The, this is an, an egregious inclusion because I didn't think that, that Bon Jovi should be part of this, but we decided that they were. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Morrow, I look at his list. He's got Wanted Dead or Alive, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, if that qualifies, now i got to rejig the whole list. Um and I, I had this rank oh, really, really what high. What a great tune. What a great right? tune. Right? It's about the lonely life of a it. rock star, Steel Horse, um, you know, talking about the tour bus. It's a tremendous song. 
I love the I had song it number at, three. I love the song number the four. I love the song in the beginning of uh, Harley Davidson, The Marlboro Man. That movie opens with this. Yeah, right? that's right. He's cruising across through the desert on his bike. Wow. Really? Yeah. On the steel horse he rode, eh? He did. He wow. did. I think a lot of people think this song was a, for young guns, but it wasn't. It, he actually, no, it was a different song, wasn't it? No. <clears throat> yeah, they approached him to, to include it, and then he said he didn't want them to, and he wrote Blaze of Glory. But anyway, this song was inspired. I read this, and it was inspired by uh, Turn the Page, Bob Seger, which makes sense. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I can... That's not a bad tune, right? That's a pretty good tune. One of Denner Alive, if you're talking about songs that people love to sing, and this has got to be this has got to be one of them. I mean, if was you're... Gord, if you're Gord, to, was that Gord Stag? We had the big sing-along? Valzen was playing this. Was it this song? Oh. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. Nice memory. Good yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right. We had yeah, a sing-along. Right? right? Oh, the, the, no. the, the, <laughs> People are still suffering when, injuries from that stag, aren't they? So Brad fell, fell down the stairs and broke his tailbone. Oh, he yeah. did too. Your brother, Your brother fell, fell down the, ditch. the uh, hill. Yeah, he fell into the ditch, but he held his his rum and didn't spill fell. a drop. He didn't spill a drop. He fell like eight feet, and all you could see was him laying in the bushes in the bottom of the ditch with the uh, Ryan Coke. Was it rum and coke or? I forget. Can't remember. He looked like the statue. Sticking up like the Statue of Liberty. Holding that thing up in there. (laughs) (laughs) And Gavin fell in the fire. Remember, he fell in the fire. uh, He He somersaulted over it. Yeah, it was incredible. I was right there. Anyway, good stack. Yeah, well. See and now and you mention all that and and Gord didn't even have wanted dead or alive on 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 his on his <laughs> list although you know and and, H- and Huffman you got you got in a street hockey twist on <laughs> yeah, yeah I did some of the locals <laughs> yeah I did with one of the locals well, you, there was a lot of slashing yeah. out there man like you should be in control of your stick yeah, at all times he was like eleven my <laughs> <laughs> Huffman's attacking the local kids. He was a he was a chunky eleven. <laughs> he was tomahawking dudes. Somebody had to talk to him. Anyway, yeah. Oh, my my last note that I had on "Wanted Dead or Alive" was double neck guitar. So, you know, again that 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 brings uh, that brings a little a uh, few extra points uh, for that for that particular song. So, all right, well. Uh, let's uh, let's move on from from the stag into. Uh, one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Uh, number song number six is "We All Die Young" by Steelheart. The funny thing is, so the, the movie I'm talking about is Rockstar that Mark Wahlberg was in. I, I watched that that movie. It was a tremendous movie, and I mean Jennifer Aniston's in it, and that never hurts. Um, I didn't know that that was a real song. I didn't know that was a real song until Cecil put this on the list like six days ago. Is that right? And he's like, oh, he, he, <laughs> yeah. He puts down the two Steelheart songs. It was "We All Die Young" and some other some other song. And I'm like, oh, I'll give these a listen. I listen to the first one. I'm like, that's eh, all right. I'm not really into this band. I've never heard of them or whatever. And then I heard the first like two notes, and I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? I thought it was just some song that they wrote for the freaking movie. It's brilliant. It, it's it's you know what you know it's weird about this song i know nothing about this band me either nothing i've never even listened to them but the first 
I think the first two minutes sounded like a U2 song. Either they were ripping off U2. There's a little U2 in there. Huh. And then it goes into like, and then it sounds like a Bon Jovi song. I have a feeling. So so I've created a, na- a new name for this song. It's called Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. <laughs> bon Jovi. Manja, manja, bon Jovi. I mean, this song shouldn't be confused with We Die Young by Alice in Chains, but We All Die Young. It's I, I don't know anything about this band either, other than I guarantee you this is sung at karaoke a shit ton. Oh. Right? How could you not, after a few pints, not be singing this one? It, did it, you it watch the movie? Song. Did I you watched, watch the movie, Gordo? I watched that scene you told me. I did not watch ah. the whole thing. You got to watch the whole thing. The movie's out. You got to watch the whole the thing. I'm telling you. You're right, I do. I totally do. To the listeners, if you haven't watched the movie Rockstar, you have to watch it. And there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of songs in there, and I guess I should have put it together because they do. There are some other songs in there that that you recognize, and then this is kind of their main main song their main anthem and uh like i said i had no idea what's that it was even a real song okay so what's the name of the band in rocks is it is it steel dragon steel dragon yeah yes that's an unreal name well it 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 is it is a real name the funny thing is so it's the band the actual band because i i thought i thought that mark Wahlberg because he's a decent singer right marky mark knows what he's doing Mm -hmm. and uh I thought that he actually did the singing in Rockstar, and, and he and he didn't. It's actually the dude from Steelheart who who acts. He plays he plays the dude. Um, oh no, that's the other guy. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He just does the voice. Uh, oh, okay. But Zach Zach Wilde's the guitarist, and Jason Bonham's the drummer. Like they actually got like legit dudes, and then they got um, the bass guitarist was from. He played in like Dawkins and. I think he was okay. he was in Foreigner for a little bit. So these guys were like legit. Mark Wahlberg was was the front man, but he was just the actor. Obviously, they didn't let him sing. And then they actually had the Steelheart guys singing the tunes. Unbelievable! We we'll have to give it, that a listen. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, you're after poker night on Friday night. Saturday, mm-hmm. you're all hung over and you can't move. Mm-hmm. Just fire up a little rock star. It's going to be the greatest thing you ever did. It's you done can't and you, done. Yeah, you. Every you know what all the listeners that's what you need to do listen to or watch the movie and then you know tell us what you think if you haven't seen the movie before but it's it's an incredible uh, incredible uh, movie but anyway I th- I kind of hogged that one sorry boys if sorry. anyone else want to ch- chip in it was Cecil's idea to add it so no, maybe no. Cecil has that's something good. to say yeah no no just uh, Zach Wild is in the next one too we got a back to back Zach Wild song. <laughs> It's the Zach attack. Yeah. That's a that's a great transition. Song number five. We're into the top five. Mama, I'm coming home by Ozzy. Lyrics written by Lemmy. Nice. Zach right. Wild on guitar. It's a. And I'm Lemmy the dummy that the... didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't put it on my list. So I'm an idiot. So I forgot it's Lemmy again. wrote the lyrics for this. I saw. Yeah. I, I don't. Are you sure he did? Yeah. Yeah. I think because Oz. They they they, they sure? co-wrote Hellraiser too, and they uh, they both have a version of it. I watched and I found it. I found it a bit awkward because it's a like a love song, but it's Mama, I'm coming home. But what I thought was on his last day of tour, every time before he went home, he would phone Sharon and say, "Mama, I'm coming mm-hmm. home." Which then it started. Then it made sense mm-hmm. to me. That's true, but but um, Lemmy wrote. 
at least the article that I read, which included, you know, a transcript of an interview that they did with Ozzy, was that he that Lemmy wrote it. They obviously talked about what they're, you know, what they were going to do about it. So I think that's where the mom I'm coming home from came from. But he wrote three different versions in like two hours. Lemmy did. Wow. And sent it over to Ozzy. And then Ozzy just looked at it and picked the one he wanted and adjusted a couple of things. And Bob's your uncle. Number five on the picks and sticks well, list. He, it's all it takes. Here, here, here's my Alice in Chains reference. Okay. Seeing as you brought it up. But it is Mike Inez playing bass. Is I it? Believe. Yep. On I this so. song, or did he so. actually play in Ozzy's band? He played. I'm pretty sure he played on this album. Oh, yeah, I think so you're this, right. that's why this album was. That's no more tears, yeah, right? That yeah, no more tears. It was super, super heavy, and it had Zach. It was Zach's first album on guitar, and Mike Inez on bass. What was the over under on musically? Jeans, sorry, uh, it's set at two and a half. We're at two already. Yeah. I hope. I hope you bet the over, boys. <laughs> Hope the listeners call your bookie. You might have to double down somewhere because if you bet the under, you're gonna lose your shirt. This is an interesting song on that album too, because you're right, more there's there's quite a few like heavy numbers on there, and then this one, this one's on there, and it's clearly like different than the others. And uh, I I mean, it pained me to put Ozzy on this list with these other donkeys, but it he's it's it's definitely a power ballad, and I, I think his singing on here. It, you really hear his range. Like he's he's singing really well on this song, and, and the whole album's great. But you hear you hear his voice really come through on this song. So wait a minute, it's also another uh, Brit singing about their mom, the police, Pink Floyd, and now Ozzy. Hmm, oh, we talked about her. He's talking about his wife. He's talking, he's about, talking about Sharon. He call her mama. <laughs> mama, he's coming home. <laughs> All right, it's coming home. It's coming home. Yeah, I, I, there's I a lot of this. I didn't have this on my list just because I I had such a hard time putting Aussie, even though it was on the eligible list. You know, and it qualified by picks and stick standards. I just I couldn't. I just couldn't I get do it, it, man. But it, I get it. It was with tough. this with the you know you three guys carried it into the top five. So kudos to you for getting it on the list because I just couldn't do it. Um, number four, number four is a band called Slaughter. Um, you would think with a name like that, they'd be a lot heavier than they are. Um, but apparently the, that name comes from the, the lead singer. Um, I think his name was Mark. His name was actually Mark Slaughter. Like that's a legit name. So he called his band Slaughter and he's a hair metal guy. Uh, the song is Fly to the Angels. Um, Cecil. My man, you this was your number two yeah. power ballad. You just you just found this one. You connected, eh, bud? Oh yeah, yeah. This one was I remember laying in bed, listening to the cassette, getting real emotional, singing to this to my imaginary dead girlfriend. Wasn't wasn't ready for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, yeah, I, yeah. I, oh, <laughs> just feeling my. the feelings, almost ready to cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I, I think love it was the a song like a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think overall, Slaughter's a pretty terrible band, but there, there's actually some decent musicianship it, on this. They're a team. weird band because I agree that they're they're like they're terrible, but oh, but they're the, terrible. Guy, the guy does. How can you say de- that though? 
He's got a wait. A, I'll, I'll defend this, but he's got a very unique voice, which I think comes through best on this song, for sure. I struggle with his voice that, a little bit. Okay, he's not he, for everyone. It sounds like he he sounds like a like a mix between like he's trying to copy Robert Plant or David Coverdale, which he does a terrible job of doing it. But I don't know. This song's pretty. Like this is a pretty damn good yeah, song. It's a great power ballad in terms of power ballads. But I, w- I, I do challenge you. How can you say that there? How many other Slaughter songs did you listen to? Uh, I've heard in this going maybe not many, but I've heard at least at Slaughter's least a awful. dozen songs, and they are not as good as this one. I can did say you, that did you, with a straight face. Oh, wasn't yeah. wasn't that funny? I I thought maybe I might be the only guy that that um, fell down that rabbit hole. Like you know, I'm trying to stick to the so that you know we had a list of you know close to a hundred songs right that that we that we compiled so when the listeners are you know to give you an idea we had like a hundred songs that that we that we went through uh, and I'm sure we missed a bunch but other than the hundred I mean I I went more down more rabbit holes than I could probably even count right like it 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 gets away on you. But I did. I listened to some slaughter, and it I will is, say that I enjoyed some of it. All right, that was Skid Row for me. Once I listened to Skid Row, I, just, I couldn't stop. Skid Row was yeah. Skid Row was was uh, was definitely it. And that well, hey, that's uh, that's the third song. So let's move into Skid Row. I remember you. Um, which, and through the sleepless nights. Come on, oh, someone had to love, sing it, dude. What love a voice. letters in the sand, my man. Like oh. That is, um, if it wasn't for um, the the late um, decision, I guess, to include Guns and Roses, and we're going to get to that in a minute. This was gonna, this would have been my number one power ballad. I remember you. This is as good as it gets for a hair metal power ballad, in my opinion. Strong vocals, uh, the guitar solo, Snake is just killing it. Um, Dude, this is everything you want in a power power ballad it, it, band. It, like when he's a beautiful he, man singing with a beautiful voice with a beautiful oh, guitar with that They're upper fantastic. register. And Dude. I didn't know that 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 uh, that the guitarist was the original Bon Jovi guitarist. Oh, so I there's a lot either. of crossover when you when you read about this band. There's a lot of crossover. Like the, uh, their first tour was with Bon Jovi. The Bon Jovi uh, director of their videos did I think 18 in Life and and this video. Like there's a lot of a lot of uh, they're like buddies with John Bon Jovi. Dude, did you did you guys check out? Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Moral. No, no. Go I was ahead. just gonna say, did you guys see Sebastian Bach on uh, Trailer Park Boys? If you haven't, oh, was that? Not Tell the amazing? listeners about it. This is a must see. No, so, I didn't. I didn't. See so that. if you're taking notes at home, so we've got you got to watch Rockstar the movie. And what else, Gordo? What do you got for us? Oh, I was just gonna say on the Trailer Park Boys, Sebastian Bach plays himself, I believe, and he. Uh, <laughs> the, the the funny thing is, he he starts breaking out singing randomly. <laughs> Like at different points in the episode, it, it is amazing. Highly suggest you check it out. Absolutely. So they have a self-proclaimed stat that this was the, uh, I read this somewhere, the number one prom song in the United States in 1990. This was? Yeah, I saw that, I saw yeah. that too. Yeah. Our research team playing, is playing it at prom. Overtime here. Really? I ended up prom, yeah. yeah. Like I remember you, man. Even now, or is it, are you no, talking about? No, no, no. I think it was just back for then. 1990. 
1990. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a little more sense. I thought. No, not the, now. The guy does have played a good. This at my wedding. He does have a great voice, though. Like, what a range. Okay. I remember you. Did you see when he snapped on uh, Strombolopoulos in an interview many years ago? It was no, when was this, Sebastian Bach no. was on Broadway, and uh, uh, Strombo was interviewing him in a trailer or something, and he, he asked him a question about being hair metal, glam metal, and uh, he, he snapped. Like Yo, he's like hair or hair or glam metal. I can't remember which one, but he's like. He, he said, you know, I can't remember what he, what he exactly said, but he just snapped. He said, I'm on fucking Broadway. And ripped off his mic and walked out on him. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. That, awesome. was, that was before Strom Blopas had his show, though, before he was super huge, too. So That's awesome. Way to go, Sebastian. I will, I will say they looked the part, but I would tell you, like, and I, I for me, the, this Skid Row is a heavy band for the most part. Like Slave to the Grind and Subhuman Race are super heavy albums, so they they might have looked yeah. like glam, but I don't. They didn't play like yeah. Glam. I think they did. I, mean, I think they dabbled in that arena, but yeah, they they were definitely not. I would use the word they're not as cheesy as some maybe some of the other bands on this list. Yeah, no slaughter. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they're no slaughter for sure. They uh, yeah they kind of started and and this song. You know, was hugely popular, but you know, it was a uh, being the fans of Bon Jovi. I think they that first album has some some likeness. I guess it wasn't as heavy, and then all of a sudden they went they went much much heavier. And I read a I read an article where where Sebastian no, I think it was actually one of the guitarists just said they kind of went more appetite for destruction on the on the next album, which I think was Slave to the Grind. So that kind of makes sense. Right. Speaking of Guns N' Roses, this is oh, the one that, that this one pains me. Oh, God. Here we go. <sighs> November Rain coming in at the two spot on the hair metal power ballads. Um, I did not want to include Guns N' Roses, but you sons of bitches made a decision that we had to. And uh, if you if, if the listeners haven't listened to the Guns N' Roses episode, I already proclaimed my love for this song, so I'm not going to do it again. I had to make it my number one song, which of course bumped down "I Remember You" to number two, and so on and so forth. But this is this is the greatest song ever written. <laughs> well, there you go. Have your mo- have your moment. Have your moment because this is ridiculous. You know what's ridiculous about oh, this? Is that you had it number we two? We had it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes. I was forced. To, my hand was forced here. I feel you. Uh, we we spent half a podcast arguing with you about how it's a terrible song for Guns and Roses, and it was a terrible idea. Now it shows up number two on yeah, the list. I know. So I don't know whether to to laugh or bark. <laughs> well, you can you can you can't do both. I don't think. Just mute your mic if you're going to do the second one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> November rain. In this context, oh. it's a. In this context, it's a pretty damn good song. Dude, it's, I mean, it does, I never thought of it in these terms, but it's got all the elements. It's got the piano, right? It's got the wailing guitar solo, soaring oh, eagle yeah. guitar solo, I believe, is what we're yes. looking for there, Gordo. Indeed. Um, a screaming man, there's a screaming man, absolutely. Oh. Uh-huh. You know, I don't, it's lacking the double neck guitar and stuff, but I, I think it checks a lot of boxes. I, I think you're right. I don't think Slash has ever played a double neck guitar, has he? I don't oh, think so. I'll, I'll, I hope. I 100% hope he has. I will find a picture and I'm going to send it to you. 
Hundred percent. It's got to. No, get, I don't think so. Get the research team on it. Uh, I, is there a double neck Les Paul? <laughs> I don't know. There is. It's called the well, more. Paul. It's called the more Paul. <laughs> We've got two lines. We've got the less Paul and the more Paul. <laughs> I tell you, you want issue, more Paul. The only issue I have with this song is the freaking uh, <laughs> the shortened radio version. I hate that when they cut good songs down to fit the radio. Well, what's the like, running it, length of this on the album? Is it is it uh, nine minutes? But like I hate hearing yeah, the. I, this, I thought it was seven. It's like maybe seven. Seven. It's, like CCR, nah, it's like eight and a half. Like, right. CCR, anyway. Born on the Bayou, and like uh, Light My Fire, The Doors. Then they cut those those long interludes out. It's it's brutal. Ruins the tune. Agreed. Well, this song is best enjoyed in its entirety. If, yes, if absolutely. If you're going to dabble in it at all, you better listen to the whole thing. Or just fast forward to like six minutes and listen to the guitar solos. <laughs> Jesus. Did somebody run over your dog today or something? You're the, the sourest, most surly. You just... Three of us don't want to... Or one of us doesn't want to be here. The other three certainly... Uh, well, maybe we do. Maybe we don't. We're talking about power balance, but Jesus H... I'm just, I'm just, I'm just offering constructive criticism towards the song. Well, I'm just I still have I, it. I, my my point just being that you had it listed number two. Oh. Any, as as far as power ballads go, I think you're right. It's there's only one power ballad better than that, according to the picks and sticks list, and according to Moral, because yours line up. Uh, you and Cecil both had Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue's the number one power ballad. And you know what? It's a great pick. I can't necessarily argue it. We we all had them in the top 10. Uh, Gordo, you had this at number two. So somebody uh, somebody take it away. I see now I'm now I'm bringing a positive. Vibe. Okay. Because Vince kills it on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just kills it. <clears throat> now, mind you, the lyrics are not very... Uh, very deep, because I think it. I think it's about just going home after yeah. two. Yeah, but he, it's the uh, way he sings. It's not just what he's saying; it's how he's saying it. <laughs> I tell them my kids all the time. I so I got to what you're saying. So I got to see the crew live on this tour. I was uh, this was a theater pain tour we're talking about um, back in '85. So I was like 14. Didn't Skid Row open for them? Uh, no, I don't think they were around. No. This, I, I can't okay. recall who opened, but this was my this was my first concert experience, and for whatever reason, my my parents let me go to this with just a buddy, my buddy Browner, and we, and we're, we got to see, I got to see Home Sweet Home Live. It was totally amazing. Uh, smoked my first joint that night too with these uh, these like thirty year old ladies. That that's another story. But the point of the story is I got to see them live, and uh, this this song live holds up really well. It was great. It could have been the weed too. I don't know, but. Great first concert. It's a, it, and they did a too. they did a version with uh, Chester Bennington. Did they? Sh- yeah, they re-recorded a version and it's not as good. Uh, I, I can tell you right now, it's not as good. I've never heard it. It's pretty good. I, I don't see. It's I don't see it on our good. list. Can't be that good. <laughs> well, no, it's because it's not. Hey, Carrie Underwood yeah, covered this, and she not, can't hang with Vince. No, I, Vince just kills oh, it. The funny thing so, is, I meant to Lee. listen to that cease. I meant to, I meant to listen to that cease. I, I read that and I was like, I got to hear this, but I never well, I did. It. Did you listen to it? 
I heard it a lot because it was the uh, the outro song or whatever. No, when someone on American Idol gets kicked off, that's the <laughs> that's the oh, song was that it? they play. Yeah, <laughs> see, the, <laughs> see. Oh, the clever producer, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to say of all the songs on the list, this is even though it's a power ballad, it's like a pump you up tune. Gets you like pumped up. I agree. It it has that unique quality. It makes you think deeply and it brings you up. And and Tommy Lee's playing the piano. Is is he better than Axel? I don't know. But you got a drummer playing the piano. Oh, I, I think he might and be. I remember live I think he might be. He had to like they'd hold that note and then he'd sprint up to his set and uh continue the song. It was pretty awesome. Really? Yep. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's home sweet home. That's uh, that's the number one song. So if we count it back down from number 10, we got a 10, Love Bites by Def Leppard. Number nine is Aerosmith, What It Takes. Number eight is Def Leppard, Bring It On The Heartbreak. Number seven, Bon Jovi, Wanted Dead or Alive. Number six is We All Die Young by Steelheart, not Alice in Chains. No. Uh, five is Mama, I'm Coming Home by Ozzy. Four, Flight of the Angels by Slaughter. Three, Skid Row, I Remember You. Then November Rain. Then Home Sweet Home. That is your 10, and that takes us to the part that we call egregious exclusions and points of contention. It could be egregious inclusions, as we mentioned off the top, because, and not that we want to belabor the point where, you know, the Guns N' Roses and the... The Aerosmiths and and there's some other bands that we could um, that we could argue, but um, so I, I I had Guns and Roses written down as one of my points of contention. I'm not I'm not going to go there. Um, you know, I think one of the egregious. Well, I don't know who's got a who's I got, got some I got, their, I got oh, one brother Gord's. Okay, what do you got? I I am like I'm beside myself. I cannot believe that the Scorpions did not make the top ten. Are you kidding me? We're talking winds of change. We're talking still loving you, man. They got a whole catalog of power ballads. Still loving you is a strong song. I didn't. I didn't feel it. It had sufficient power. They're the Scorpions. They define power. <laughs> the hell you talk? German metal, my friend. I, I, yeah, I, I'm surprised they didn't make it. And uh, they, they didn't. They didn't. I don't think they even made it in our top twenty, did they? Not only did they didn't make it, they didn't show up anywhere on anybody's. Yeah, they're they're not they're not they didn't make the top twenty. Yeah, um, fair enough. But I, I don't know. I don't know what it is with the Scorpions. I never could get into them. I don't know. Like, no, I, I they're like really popular and they've had great. You know, as soon as success, I hear that whistle, Sue. Yeah, I'm not big. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not big on whistling songs. Like even patience, it's not my favorite. I'm not big on. Yeah. Yet I do find myself whistling oh, yeah. it from time to time. So maybe, Axel loves whistling. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yes. I like that whistle. Yeah, I, don't I like know. Axel's he whistle. Loves whistling. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, my my uh, my egregious omission um, is. <laughs> Is is probably the fact that there's there's not as much hair metal. Um, there's more, I'll say, in the in the eleven to, to twenty range. But I I was I was expecting a little more hair metal. Like like Tesla um, is is one that that I can't believe didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I warrant. I, How about uh, can I throw another one at you, man? Yeah. How about poison? Every rose has its thorn. 
I was surprised yeah, it's, yeah that's higher. right. We're that came in at number number thirteen. That's it. That's a that's a great call. Uh, that that didn't make it. I, you know there were there there were. I was surprised that there weren't more. You know, actual hair metal bands, uh, Cinderella. You know, there wasn't a lot of. I struggle with. Oh I struggle my with that God, guy's are they voice. Horrible. That guy's yeah. voice kills. They it. are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that could be one of the worst bands. Well, ever. I'll raise you. A, like, I'll shit. raise you a white lion. <laughs> white lion is awful. Oh my God! When I read that that white that white lion song, I'm glad. God, I'm glad you brought that up, Gordo. When I read. That um, what what's the name? What was the name of that song? When the children cry or something like that? It was like yeah. one of the the best power ballads. Uh, it was on every list that I that I looked at when we were looking for songs to you know to to include. And I was like, I got to hear this song because I I never listened to any White Lion. I listened to it twice, and I oh and and I just I. I just didn't get it. It's so I just bad. Didn't get it. Twice? So I can't bad. believe you made it through. So well, because I I listened, <laughs> I listened to it the first time and it was so bad. I thought I must be missing something. So I I gave it a day, and I listened to it again because I thought you know sometimes you got to be in the right mood. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, I, different day, different listening. I'm going to give it another go. And and I listened to it again. I was like, geez, it might be even worse than it was yesterday. <laughs> Guaranteed, it was. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that was that was no good. I did not enjoy that. Does anyone have any other legit like <laughs> egregious submissions? How about Kingdom Come? Well, it's no, dude. Oh my god, dude, that song is awful. <laughs> you know, I had a note. I had a note written down. This was the note that I that I had beside mine. I I said, it starts off really really rough. If you hang in there, it's okay. That was the note. That was the note that I had written down. And when I saw it on your list, I was like, oh my God. Again, maybe I'm missing something. I go back and I listen to it and I was like, it's awful. Yeah. It uh, it, it does not. How does it make vote. your list? It, was it like, was that a pity vote? Did somebody pay you? Do you know I, a guy in the band? Like, what's the story here? I, I, I think I ran out of bands, man. I don't, I don't know what the <laughs> hell happened. That's a, it's a horrendous call at any rate. It is. At, at the very least, here's here's my my egregious omission. This is my point of contention. How does damn Yankees not make it on anybody's list other than mine? Oh, they're awful. That song, <laughs> High Enough, is incredible. <laughs> if for a power ballad, and it's got double neck guitar, Ted Nugent's playing get some double high neck. Enough what? To think that that sounded good. Oh, can you take wow. me high enough? Are you out of your mind? Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I, I got another one. I, I do. Sorry, go ahead, Moral. Well, I was going to say, like, in the top 10, mostly we have bands that are actually legit, legit bands. But a lot of these hair metal bands are just, they're freaking awful. And, uh, but the one, the one omission that I think I would have switched up is Don't Cry by GNR. Ugh. I think that song is phenomenal. Doesn't qualify. Uh, it's got Shannon Hoon. Well, it does. I know. Qualify. I it's just I couldn't put it on the list. It was bad enough you made me put November Rain on there. It's got the best guitar solo of the bunch. And if I could go back and redo my list, I don't cry would be probably in my top five. Thank God, because if we would have done this and had two Guns and Roses songs, I, I I don't know if I would be able to go on. Well, I, what if I said there's two Aussie songs? What about Close My Eyes Forever with Lita Ford and Ozzy? How did that's that not horrible. make the list? What are you that talking about? Oh yeah, Lita. 
Dude, I don't know. Any that's... any other takers on it? Cecil's awfully quiet. I feel like not he's sure completely... how, Not sure how that one goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it hey, hey, Gord, Gord, could you sing a little bit for Cecil? Uh, you know what? I, 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 I don't think I can. I got a bit of a sore throat here, but uh, maybe afterwards. All right. Well, <laughs> that was... Um, that was, yeah, that's not a, that's not. And a, In a Darkened Room by Skid Row. None of you had it. Oh, God. That's a great tune. You know. That's not bad. That's a good call, actually. That's a good You call. know, it's. It's not a happy song. It's, though. it's really funny. So that's, so that's Lynch Mob, right? Is that. No, Skid Row. No, that's the Skid Row. Which song? Oh, In a Darkened Room. Yeah. Well, what song was I thinking of? I don't know. God, I'm, I'm, you're right, Moral. That is not uh, a happy the thun, song. The Thunder song. The Thunder song that came in 11th was pretty good. Are you oh, that was in, Love Walked In. Love Walked In. Me? Oh, I was thinking, sorry. I was thinking of Dawkin. Sorry. I got my, I got my bands mixed up. Um, yeah, we can, we can, um, we can definitely, Thunder, I've never heard of that band. I don't know if I'd ever heard that song. So we're talking about, uh, the band is called Thunder. Uh, the song is Love Walked In. Never heard of the band. I, I started looking at them, and they've got like 12 studio albums. They have 12? <laughs> yeah. Would you say? 12 Thunder? albums? Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's still... Yeah, there's... The guy's got a great like voice. Ten, there's like 10 on, on Apple Music, but there's like three in the last 10 years that aren't on, aren't on Apple Music. Last one's like 2017 or something. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're still releasing... Like, I've never... Heard of this? I band. listened to some of their live their live songs, and they're not too bad. That that song rocks. Now the beauty of it is, again, if if you check out our our podcast uh, playlist uh, on on Apple or or uh, um, YouTube Music or Spotify, this will be on there because it's number eleven, so it will be on there. So you got to give that a listen. But uh, but that's a that's an incredible uh, incredible song. Um. Unless anybody has anything else, I think we should transition into the deep cuts. Well, I only have one more thing to oh say. Oh, God. Okay. And that's, and thank God we didn't include Metallica with these. It's bad enough to disrespect Ozzy, but um, nothing else matters and Unforgiven are two amazing power ballads that uh, maybe Metallica's not hair metal, but. I guess they're not emissions because we didn't yep. we didn't include that Metallica, but I will say I have to say it, those two songs would be up right near the top for me. Yeah, it was a slippery slope, and I know it, it gets confusing. And and you know, again, listeners, we we had more conversations about this. It's such a slippery slope because there's you know, then you're talking. Well, Iron Maiden's got. I mean, it, almost every metal band put out. A power ballad at, at some point in the in the late eighties, you know, early to mid nineties, like it, it it was kind of the thing to do. So unfortunately, we had to kind of cut it off at at some point. We decided to try to keep it to more more hair metal type things and Metallica for all intents and purposes. Even though they went, you know, soft, we they're still kind of a thrash band. Anyway, I, I don't want to rehash the whole thing, but I, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm sure people are saying, "Where's nothing else matters." I'm not. Maybe we need to do a follow up and just do power ballads and include everything. So, Period. so then we start getting into, you know, the foreigner. Yeah, foreigner. Uh, you know, Night Ranger. 
uh, Heart. like all that stuff. Maybe okay, um, okay, stop. Maybe we stop need it. to do that. Stop. Okay, it. okay. We, okay. We, we are we are not we'll save we that are not for doing this again. Two hundred. We are not doing this again. Episode two thousand. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never Maybe know. we'll get a lot of requests, and Maybe. and you know we got to give what the people want. Well, you might have a point there. All right. Uh, if you're in the right mood, the playlist is uh, it's pretty. It good. It is pretty good, and that's I have to say. You know, and the and you just got to be in the right mood. You know, put out the bearskin rug, <laughs> turn on the fireplace, a glass of rosé, <laughs> yeah, bottle of rosé or ten. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk let's talk deep cuts. Um, oh, yes. You know, one of the, turn down the heat and turn up the light. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. But <laughs> sorry, did you say we're on to deep cuts? Because I'm, I'm ready, buddy. Yeah, I, you take. I'm rattled. That was okay. uh, shallow cuts. Right. Let's call it I, uh, shallow. No cuts. way. I do have a couple deep cuts and. Uh, one was really surprising. I had never heard the song, but I was a fan of the band, so that that's confusing to me. But it was "The Price" by Twisted Sister. Worst guitaring Maybe, ever. Maybe, but the D. Snyder, <laughs> the song itself is actually really good, and it's so out of place for Twisted Sister. Like they actually, it's like a thoughtful. I I listened song. to that song, and it's got great drumming. Yeah. But that's why you like. I think it. the drumming's on point, absolutely. But the, the singing's guitar- great. Like the guitaring's awful. <laughs> that's that's awful. the we're not going to take it guy. <laughs> and he, he's singing a power ballad. The song's not bad, but it's like <laughs> anyway. I mean, maybe I'm being a little bit harsh, but it's pretty bad guitar playing. The rhythm guitar playing is not Malcolm Young. Like you know, <laughs> just like okay. a guitar, just like a guitar player. All that matters is the guitar, right? Yeah. Well, you're. I appreciate it, some. There's there's drum fills every eight seconds. In that <laughs> well, you got to compensate for the lack of talent <laughs> on guitar. <laughs> exactly. That was my. That was not a not a bad tune. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Is that you, you got, got more, more there, Gord? I got All one right. more, and that's it. I got. Um, and, and, and I hate to lump this band in, but Silent Lucidity by Queensrÿche, who were kind of like a progressive metal band. They they kind of remind me of like. You know, maybe what like Tool evolved to a few years later, um, but I thought that was a it's a pretty good power ballad. So check that one out if you want to hear something that's maybe not as cheesy as as some of the other ones on the list. Yeah, they're a mix of like Tool and Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great call, actually. That's that's a you know what I I in silent lucidity. I, it's like oh, the opera. God, it's like moral. This. I want to punch you in the face right now. <laughs> that was. <laughs> That was that was it. That's a great pick, Gordo. That's a great pick. It's a good Thank tune, you, you know. It's a song about lucid dreams, and not that you know. Talk to my therapist about that too. Musically a good band. What's that? Music, musically a very talented band, but they're they're a bunch of weird dudes because the singer left. They got in a big fight, and this is just recently. The singer released a Queensrÿche album, and then the band went and released a Queensrÿche album with a different singer. That's weird. <laughs> There's two Queensrÿche albums like in the last few years that are and they're completely different. Complete, and, and when really yeah. they're sh- they're, sh- they're like fuck you, that's my name. And at this point, there fuck should you, be there should name. be no Queensrÿche, and yet there's two. So that's confusing. Oh, well, maybe maybe their lead singer is as annoying as you are tonight. 
<laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> That's how dudes get kicked out of bands. I'm just saying. Uh, Boys, I'm bringing I'm bringing a sense of reality. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. Again, I've promoted the playlist. It's a good playlist. For the love so of Pete. Let's hear yours, Huff. Well, I, I didn't include Tesla on my list at all. And one of the songs, one of their popular songs is, is Love Song. And mm. I've, I didn't realize that this is going back to what C said. I'm gonna, this is the exact opposite of, of what was it, November Rain, or that, that you're talking about. There's a radio edit. What I, what I hated about Love Song when I heard the album version, because it's like six minutes or something, there's, there's like a minute and a half of just, I don't know, self-indulgent guitar that brings absolutely nothing to the song. So I had a hard time with the song. Then all of a sudden, I found the radio edit. And the radio edit is, is you know, widely available, obviously. And it gets to the meat of the song. Mm-hmm. And that song is unbelievable. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm adding Tesla Love Song. Um, secondly, I'm, I got to bring some more hair into the conversation. Warrant, heaven, right? Warrant, yes. Dude, that, that power ballad is, is, is unbelievable. It's a, it's an absolute outrage that it's nowhere on, on anyone's list. Um, I mean, other than mine, uh, I had it, uh, at number 10, but I mean, it's a song about heaven being right here on earth as long as you're with your girl. Maybe, maybe I'm the only, maybe I'm the only romantic of the group, but you know, you know, boys, you know what I'm saying? Like it is just, it's an absolute gem. It's a beautiful song. Um, and then finally, I'm going to add a third, uh, just cause it's Dawkin and I love to say Dawkin, um, <laughs> song called Alone Again. And, and George Lynch was, was, um, was the guitarist at that time. Then he took off and he did his own thing. And I was like, I don't know, is George Lynch like a real guitarist or whatever? So I had a research team look at it. And then, and this popped up on Google. I got to read it to you. George Lynch is an American hard rock guitarist and songwriter. Lynch is best known for his work with heavy metal band Dawkin and his post-Dawkin solo band, Lynch Mob. Lynch is considered to be one of the most influential and famous 1980s metal guitarists. He is known for his unique playing style and sound. And I was like, well, I've missed the boat on this dude. This guy's like basically Eddie Van Halen. And then I looked at where that came from. It comes from georgelynch.com. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. You got to promo yourself, boys. So just based on that alone, I feel like you got to get some George Lynch up in here. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. Oh, I don't, even, I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> Cease, have you got, uh, what have you got for deep cuts? Oh, let's get this over with. Fly, uh, say flying high, Michelle. Enough is enough. <laughs> yeah, enough is enough. Someone from Guns N' Roses, is it Adler played with them? Adler? Is it Steve no Adler? idea. Is that his name? I didn't know enough is enough. Is it was even a band until two weeks it's ago? It's not enough is enough. It's enough is enough. Was that before the heroin or after? <laughs> it's got to be during. It's, it's got to be, be during. Enough <laughs> enough. Yeah, man, I'll join wow. the band. <laughs> and then a uh, horrible song I can never get out of my head. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Cinderella. Oh, terrible! You're Unless right. 
And a song I do like, Only My Heart Talking, Alice Cooper. It's not much power in it, though. I mm. like that song, too. And, yeah. and it's got, um, what's his face from Aerosmith, uh, Steven Tyler. Um, on that on that outro, right? Like it's it's I don't know. I think it's a great tune. I'll add it to the list if you like. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Wow, that's a moral. That's a moral's going to close this out. This is going to come off the rails. I'm scared. No, because after all that ridiculousness, I picked a. I'm picking a wasp tune. (laughs) (laughs) It's called "Hold On to My Heart." (laughs) That. By okay, I need some explanation because that song is it's horrible, horrible. That's it's a, a horrible great, pick. It's great, it's great, great guitar. Oh it's god, good. great, great lyrics, and uh, the vocals are very well done. It, it may be the only Wasp tune I ever listened to again my whole life, but it'll be on the playlist. Yeah. All right. Well, the good Damn. news is it's going to be at the end of the playlist. So for those that, that are listening, hold to on it, to my you heart. You can gas it. <laughs> Talk about romantic. Hold on to my heart. <laughs> so there'll be 20, it's the most, 26. It's my most precious no, thing I have. No. And I said, hold on to it, man. Hold on to it. <laughs> is it, yeah? Are you going with one? You're just going out with a bang. The wasp is, is the way to go. Well, Screaming in the Night by. By Crocus is a pretty, pretty good song. Too. <laughs> 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 pretty solid. Oh <laughs> it's pretty. Oh, it's good. Philosophy Crocus. Now next to Choir Boys. Jesus. <laughs> 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 well, what? What's? Stop talking. That's amazing, Moro. After after all like, that, you tapped out that you came up with those two. That's amazing. Oh god! What? Now I know why you hated this so much because all the good songs you didn't like. <clears throat> oh my god! So well, you guys just didn't see it my way. I was the odd man out. Well, on this one. All right. So but anyway, again, I'll remind the listeners that that you can get our our playlist on uh, on the, on those. <laughs> I can't even on on the three <laughs> platforms, but you know there's uh, 27 songs. The good news is after 25, you can just turn it off, so you don't have to listen to Wasp and Crocus because they're at the end. <clears throat> okay, so um, so that's it. That's, Once we add, oh, and, oh, for the love no, of God, stop talking! Well, I swear well, to God, I'm going to drive over there and punch you in the face. Well, there was a really good rat tune as well. <laughs> giving yourself away. <laughs> But uh, anyway, I had to take Rat off when we added Bon Jovi. So, really, Bon Jovi bumped up Rat. So Rat was twenty-one on the list, hey? (laughs) Yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, clearly we're any killer bees. (laughs) Killer bees wasn't killer dwarves. You mean? Dwarves, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> or do you mean striper? Striper, oh, killer bees yeah. was uh, that was an anthrax. Uh, album, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for the love of God, let's put everyone out of their misery. This that yeah. is the hair metal slash glam metal power ballads episode. We sure hope you enjoyed it. I, I sure as hell did. 
Um, if you did, please tell your friends, your family, your neighbors, your coworkers about it. Um, as I mentioned off the top, we do appreciate your support. And don't forget, you can email the show at picksandstickspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we may even read your email on an upcoming episode. We will return at some point with Gord's Pouch, so you can get in on that. Um, be sure to subscribe, I guess, so you don't miss an episode. You find us really, as, as everyone says, you can find us uh, on Spotify and Apple, YouTube, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Alexa. We're, we are literally everywhere. Um, Moral, you had mentioned a potential giveaway. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we have a Google uh, Nest Hub Mini. It's the small screen. What? Yeah, brand new. You know, uh, uh, brand new Google Nest Hub Mini that we want to give away to one of our lucky listeners. And I think you had a. I think I thought you had a trivia question that we were going to ask. We do. So we are legit giving this away. So um, make sure you pay attention. So so the trivia question is, in what recent episode did Gord threaten to hand in his letter of resignation? So when I say recent, we're not going to make you listen for the new, particularly for the newer listeners. You don't need to listen to all 10 uh, <clears throat> podcasts. So when I say recent, out of the last four. So police... Beastie Boys, Van Halen, or Interrupters are your choices. Um, to enter, you can email us, as we said, uh, at picksandsixpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure that you include your name and mailing address. Um, you can also find us on Instagram if you if you prefer. Um, in order to, <clears throat> pardon me, in order to enter for this, you can DM us or uh, or give us a follow. Ideally, that that would be uh, awfully cool. We'll do the draw, I imagine, sometime around Christmas. So uh, make sure you get in on that. Again, that question is: In what recent episode did Gord threaten to hand in his letter of resignation? So that is it. Next episode, we are going to bring you the band Oasis. We're going to get back to some normal music, some great music, some outstanding musicianship, hopefully up to the standards that Crocus has set. And so thank you very much for listening. And until next time, see ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.